In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and we have our secondary but just as wonderful co-host, Robin Boyd, joining us today. Robin, how are you? I'm good, Sandra. How are you? I am. I'm having a little bit of Internet trouble over here, but other than that, things are going well. Did you have a nice week? Yeah, busy, you know, just really busy, and and, uh, we've we've had not-so-bad weather out here in New England, so that's a good thing. But you've had snow. Texas has had snow. My goodness, everybody else is getting it. Isn't that funny? You're in, you know, the Upper East Coast states, which yeah. is supposed to getting pounded this time of year. And instead, in Southern California, we did have a snow day last week. Isn't and, that um, Not so much. We didn't get that much snow, but yeah. um, we do have a lot of canyons, uh, steep canyons around here. And um, canyons and ice and school buses really don't mix well. No, not at all, not at all. And it's hard when you're just not used to that kind of driving and you're not used to this kind of weather. Oh, you just aren't dressing the right way and driving the right way. It's hard. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's funny you talk about the, you know, kind of the dressing the right way. And I know a lot of our military families um, that I've talked to over the years have had these issues where they come from, like, you know, really they're, you know, stationed in a really warm climate, and then they have to go to a cold climate. Right. And um, and, and I feel this myself, like when, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys, everybody's got to have shoes and hats and gloves and scarves and, you know, all these things that, you know, you don't really think about. When you live in a mild climate, you know, it's like half the time my kids go out the door and they're, you know, I throw their shoes in the back of the car and off we go. That's it. Yeah. I'm I'm great for slippers. I'm always in my slippers. Are you? Does that work for you? I'm pharmacy with my slippers on. You know, I'm just, I'm terrible. In the snow, no less. Well, of course. Well, you know, they're those moccasin-type slipper things. You know, they're not just like fuzzies. They're... They're moccasin type things, so yeah, I'm I'm one of those comfy kind of person people. So I, I'm in my slippers all the time. Well, I'm an UGG girl. You know, I oh, love my UGG boots. I have yeah. a pair of tan ones and a pair of black ones. I've had them, you know, forever, and they're they're just so perfect for anything. You know, I my feet will get cold at seventy degrees, and I just love that they can go everywhere and do anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's works for Uggs listening for that free plug needs to send there you more boots. There you go. There you go. 
<laughs> well, you know, it's fun. We're talking about families today because, you know, our um, guests that we're having on are authors who have made this, you know, amazing program for kids and you know, when we think of our kids in the military, it's a really interesting uh, dilemma because our kids are not in the military, but they really are. Well, certainly they are. The whole family is impacted with um, having one person being uh, uh, serving the country because the rest of us, the rest of the whole family serves as well. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And um, I think our little soldiers, you know, the littlest soldiers, I remember being at a, um, I was at a, a retirement party on an aircraft carrier a couple of years ago, and it was very interesting that, you know, the uh, military was so great in their pomp and circumstance and honoring our soldier, and, and um, it was interesting because they did, you know, they gave his wife some flowers and thanked her for her service, um, and the kids just kind of sat there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was kind of like, wow, you know, um, and I think it was it was more profound to me than in years past because, you know, I had my children with me, and, you know, I think of all the sacrifices these kids made, you know, without choice of, yeah. you know, their mom and dad serving, dealing with the nerves, the anxiety, missing their mom and dad or their mom sure. and dad not being there. Um, it was and not a lot. quite understanding probably, depending on their age. I know the littler ones, day by day, they just are not quite um, grasping the magnitude of what their family is going through. Sure, sure. Or they grasp them, or they see something on the news, or hear something from a family member or friends, mm-hmm. and they're really not at an age where they could, you know, process some of this stuff. Sure. It's really, you know, I think it's one of the untold stories of this war because if you think about it, the kids that were born, the babies that were born when the war first started, they're now like seven and a half, almost eight years old. Sure, sure. And they, they, this is a, a natural family um, lifestyle for them. Right, they, right. In that but they, it doesn't they mean they've had, they, they've known nothing else. And, um, and I think, too, it's nice with, when some families are on base, at least there are other families that are experiencing um, similar things. But if a family is not on base and doesn't have that uh, resource right at hand or the support, um, yeah, I, I, it is more challenging. Well, it's like on my street, um, on my canyon, you know, we serve, uh, our air, local area really serves like Edwards Air Force Base, and 29 mm-hmm. Palms is probably the next, you know, closest large, um, you know, base, but 29 mm. Palms is pretty far away. But, you know, Edwards is here, and, and it's primarily a research base, but uh, we have two uh, Air Force uh, an Air Force husband and wife on my street, and for the longest time, like, you know, we didn't see them, we didn't see, you know, we saw the grandma and grandpa, and finally, mm-hmm. you know, I was, the um, the lady's son, uh, her son was on my son's soccer team, and I got oh, yeah. to know her, and Great. it was really interesting because she said, you know, why are there always <laughs> Marines coming in and out of your house? And <laughs> I said, well, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff at the Marine Corps, and she's like, are you a Marine? I'm like, no, and she's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm in the Air Force, and my husband in the Air Force, and, you know, they were... They were overseas, uh, both of them at the same time. They they crossed over, and her mom and dad live with them, and were caring for their four, I don't know, four or five boys. It's a big family, wow. and it was really interesting that I lived down the street from this woman for I don't know two years, 
And then we finally, you know, got together to talk for a few minutes at a soccer game, and she's like, yeah, it's really hard. Nobody here is, you know, we're outside of the military family community. Sure, and yeah, yeah. She was really isolated, and, of course, you know, we became friends, and we have a lot in common, and now, you know, we share, you know, carpool to soccer and things like that. And it was very, very difficult for her to make friends. And then what was funny is what did she do? She makes friends with the only other person probably on the entire canyon with any military ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're just going to have to connect her with our guest today because there is a wonderful resource for families who just need to know that um, they are not alone in this. Isn't it amazing? I mean, their their products, like, you know, we're going to be welcoming on in the next segment uh, Melissa Seligman and Christina Piper, and uh, they wrote uh, this really cool little book, A Heart Apart, and we're going to let them uh, talk about that program and, and how cool it is. But um, Melissa also wrote this really great book called The Day After He Left for Iraq, and, um, and it truly is. I mean, Andrew Carroll, who's on the cover, says it's an absolutely sensational book, and it really is and um, it's kind of that untold story but it's a love story and she writes with um, I mean it's funny it makes you think and um, it's really just um, it's about like kind of the stages she goes through coping with and struggling through the deployment and any family that's going through this situation really needs to read this book Um, I think it's fantastic and then also uh, any of the families that are um, are struggling or even just going through the deployment process, mm-hmm. um, these, you know, these products are so amazing, Robin. It reminds me of that lady, the technology lady we had back right. on a while back. Janine, yeah. Janine. Janine. You know, when, when I look yeah. at um, a lot of the products that are out on the market for our military families, what always strikes me, and of course, you know, Robin, you're a military wife, but, you know, I am not, but I did, you know, work with the military for a long time, but I am not a military wife, so here I am running this radio um, show, <laughs> just about to say what I say to my, you know, <laughs> products I get, and it's like, wow, they really missed the mark, you know, they don't understand the military family, they don't understand the military mindset because they're not in the military, and of course... Uh, that applies to me, but that's why you and Tina are here, <laughs> so that you can um, provide those things. But, but uh, we need your inspiration, and we need your your resources, and and the ability to really think about the things that um, are going to help everyone. Oh, well, thanks. That's a yeah. good one. I'll look at that because sometimes I do feel bad that, you know, it's military mom talk radio. I'm not a military mm-hmm. mom or a military wife. But, you know, I think, you know, bringing on, you know, products like these, like a heart apart that's, you know, Melissa Seligman's, she's an Army wife, and um, Christina Piper is also an Army veteran and an Army wife. And I'm thinking, wow, right. you know, who better to write these books? And then, you know, one has a degree in psychology. The other one is a trained educator. I mean, this is this is the time just like Janine at Touchnology. This is the type of person that needs to be creating these products because they truly understand what these families are going through. Exactly. How exciting. I can't wait for next segment, Sandra. (laughs) <laughs> I know, I know, and I have a you know I have a copy of the products here, and I can tell yeah. you from looking at them, like the Heart Apart book, which is made for kids, it's really well done. It's like it's got. A, <laughs> I look at it from the mom standpoint, not the right, military mom, right. but 
it's like a durable cover. It's bright. It's easy to read. It's got, you know, big, clear graphics. And, um, you know, everything that you look for in a book that can be read not only to a child, but then eventually be uh, read by the child itself. Yes. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I'm going to describe the cover of the day after he left for Iraq. It's um, all you can see is a little hand and a little baby girl leg in a pink dress, and she's holding, you know, what appears to be. He's not really GI Joe. He doesn't look like the GI Joe I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, is is holding this this doll, and it's just called the day after he left for Iraq, and it's really just a beautiful thing. So I'm going to wrap That's this up. Beautiful. So that we can get to break and bring these girls back on, my name is Sandra Beck. I am the host of Military Mom Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd today. We send a shout-out to Tina Gonzalez. And we are going to be welcoming in the next segment Melissa Seligman and Christina Piper. Melissa is the author of The Day He Left for Iraq. And the girls jointly are a heart apart, so please join us after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. So where were you in the 1970s? Well, this Saturday morning, we're going to flash back to the 70s as we count down the classic hits with the American Rock and Roll Countdown. You'll hear news and information and stories about the artist and what was going on during the specific week that we highlight. So be sure to join us at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time this Saturday on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. There ain't no doubt. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio, and Tina Gonzalez is off today, and we are welcoming Robin Boyd, who is always outstanding and fun to have on board. I'm glad to be here, Sandra. It's always great with you. 
It is. The shows go so fast. I mean, they go yes, so fast. They with, do. You know, and when Richard comes on, you know, that's always a ball with him. Uh, Staff Sergeant Richard Gonzalez joins us from time to time, and you know, he always he always at least makes us laugh, makes us cry, makes us think. He does something every week. I don't I know what it know. is, but I know what a guy. Honestly, but it does work. It does yeah. work. Yeah. So we're going to be joined by two really fantastic women, uh, women that have touched my heart and made uh, it possible for some of our deployment kids to get help and assistance in a really creative, new, and innovative way. And, you know, I'd like to bring products to Military Mom Talk Radio that I have seen and felt and touched and heard. Um, You know, there's no... No endorsement paid for this. This is truly coming just from, you know, what I see coming across my desk to you guys, the listeners. But Melissa Seligman and Christina Piper are outstanding women in their own right. And before we talk more about their products and um, their books, I'd like to introduce Melissa first. And, Melissa, I'd like you to tell our readers a little bit about yourself. Okay, thank you. My name is Melissa Seligman, and I have been an Army spouse for nearly eight years now. And uh, before I married my husband, we were actually uh, two neo-hippies living in Montana, and (laughs) he had been in the reserves before and decided he wanted to go active duty, so we decided what an adventure. And shortly after he enlisted, um, I sat on the couch the day I dropped him off for training and watched the statue in Iraq come down. So that was the way we began our career, was facing two wars. And you know, then, of course, children followed, and he's been through three deployments now. And I earned my master's degree in education, but decided to stay home and take care of our children. So from there, I've been working and writing books and running the website to do everything I can to continue to speak for military spouses and get out there and make a difference. Well, and to speak even more importantly, I mean, I think it's super that you're speaking for the spouses, but you're also speaking for the children, which to me is just outstanding. Well, thank you very much. It is very, very important to me because my children are seven and five, newly seven and newly five, and have been through three deployments. So I think it's very important that their voices be out there, and it's definitely my job as a mom to do that. And this is your fifth extended separation, too. This is your third deployment and your fifth extended separation, or your sixth. Is it? Which yes. one is it? Uh, you know, I'm starting to lose count, to be honest with you. This, I believe this is our fifth extended separation. We have been separated 80% of our marriage, which uh, consequently is about 80% of our children's lives as well. That's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult on, you know, on a good day. Um, yes. <laughs> You know, because it really it renders you, it, you know, um, not that this has, you know, it's a, in such a small, minute way. I was married to an entertainer who was gone for pretty much 80% of my marriage, and that marriage did fail. And um, I did have children. And the one thing I've noticed is that it's easier to be a single parent than to be a married parent with an absent partner. Because a single parent, you can go out and you can, you know, people go, oh, you know, you're a single mom. Can I help you? Can I watch your kids? You know, they're really wonderful about that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as we talked about in the opening segment with Robin, you know, my friend down the street, um, she can't go out and say, oh, yeah, you know, he's deployed. I mean, first of all, a lot of people in my neighborhood, it doesn't even register what that means because Mm -hmm. it's not a military community. But 
she's isolated and she can't really go out in the community. It's just different. And I can tell you, you know, what you're doing as a, as a single married mom, if that makes sense, is really challenging. Thank you for saying that. I, I highly appreciate it, especially coming from you who can make that uh, comparison. I truly appreciate it because we do get compared to single parents all the time, and I catch myself wanting to say, no, no wait, no, I, I am still married. They do. We are still together. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Right, and what that means, like, you know, what that, at least what that means to me is, like, you know, when I was married and, se- and separated from my partner, um, you know, I didn't go out and go dancing. I didn't go out and hang out with my friends because, you know, one, I was a mother, but also in the time that I wasn't a mother, it was not honorable to my marriage, to my family, to my, my concept of family to go out and, like, fool around and, you know, talk to other guys and do all this stuff and get that, even that social support. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get those needs met, and then you don't get your family needs met, and how difficult it can be at, um, like, school concerts and, um, you know, different events that you go to and you're there, and then everybody's there as an intact family. Um, you know your spouse is coming home or you hope he's coming home at some point. Um, but that's the other thing is is people who are single parents don't live day in and day out with that fear of, is he not coming home? Absolutely. It, it's And it can be very crippling. So that's why Chris and I try so hard to get these emotions out there so that people understand that you may feel covered in dirt at the moment, but you can step out. It just requires speaking. Yay. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I'm going to bring your buddy on. Uh, Christina Piper, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Yay. So, okay, I know it's hard to top Melissa. We're not asking you to top her because you're just outstanding in your own right. But if you want to give us a quick rundown of who is Christina Piper and how she comes to be on the show today. Uh, Well, I am a U.S. Army disabled veteran myself, and uh, I've been married 10 years to my high school, or, yeah, 10 years to my high school sweetheart. We've known each other much longer. Uh, he's done three combat tours, and then he was also in Bosnia. And then uh, we've been in so long that we don't even count the schools anymore because that's, yeah, it just takes up too much time. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I'm basically Melissa's uh, partner in crime with the book and the website. Now, you also, you have a degree in psychology. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> Not that I use it all that much other than on my children and my husband, but uh, I do have a degree in psychology, um, and I choose to be a stay-at-home mom and and do all this crazy free stuff with the website and, and the book at this point. But, you know, you know, you giggle a little bit about, you know, your degree in psychology, but, you know, when I look at products that are developed for our military families, you know, it gives me confidence in, you know, when you look at, you know, your product, A Heart Apart, you know, you advertise it as a great tool that kids love and helps them talk about them and their feelings. You know, who better to to create this material than a trained educator, which we have in Melissa, and then 
um, you know, a degree in psychology from you, Christina. I mean, that gives some some pretty good clout behind the product beyond being both being Army wives and Christina, you being a disabled Army veteran. I mean, that to me, from a consumer standpoint, you know, if I was listening to the show today and I thought, well, gee, maybe I should check out their stuff. Um, you know, I've been in and out of family counseling, you know, with the divorce with my kids, and you know, you get all this advice and information, and what I found is when I'm trying to work with my kids through something, and I don't know, you guys can share your thoughts on this, but um, everybody has an opinion, everybody has advice, and really the only advice that I feel comfortable taking is somebody who has been in my shoes and then has some education behind them. Like I find that combination to be unbeatable. Well, thank you. Um, I I guess being a, a military wife and stuff, I kind of put my education to the sideline a lot, mm-hmm. and um, I don't take that into consideration a lot as far as my, uh, oh, I don't even know what to call them, my hobbies at this point. <laughs> um, so I, I appreciate that. Well, it's making a difference. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I would say, you know, these are, this is a book that makes a difference. And, you know, when I read it, I, I have to tell you guys, the, you know, when it came in the mail, I was all excited, you know, and I'm, I'm happy to, you know, look at all these new products and make the decision of whether people should be on the show or not for these things. And the book made me cry. And the book made me sit down and think, like, wow, if I had to discuss these topics with my kids, um, because some of the topics are similar in a divorce situation, obviously not as intense, not as emotional in respect to war, but there are some things in there that resonated with me. And I thought, wow, you guys, you got it. Well, and that's the great thing about the book is that it surprises us every time because it's so unique to each child. Um, I mean, one of my ch- one of my children sat there and was you know was fine. I thought nothing was going on, and then he gets his book, and it was just during a I think it was a three month separation that we finally got it in his hands, and he just bawled and he goes, "I'm just so mad at my dad," and I'm just like, "Oh." <laughs> Well, we can talk about that. And um but otherwise I had no idea. So and each child that builds it, there's just something more that we learn about them. Well, and I think, you know, what I like about your book, and for those of you listening today, it's called A Heart Apart, and um, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about, you know, where you can see it, how you can get a copy, you know, how the book came apart, um, but, or how, how the book came about, but... It's really great because each page gives you an opportunity to talk with your child about about something different. Like, that's the one thing. It wasn't repeated the same thing over and over. It's like, you know, one page talks about, you know, when I get sad about so-and-so being gone, and then my mom shows me whatever that, you, you know, you fill in. Um, but then, you know, you talk about how, you know, you talk to the person who's deployed whenever you can. I mean, there's so many things that are covered in this, time, This you know, this little, looks like a little kid's picture book that you'd pick up at Barnes & Noble. Well, we're really happy that that's how you perceive the book, and that was our intent is to just tackle those um, conversation pieces that we are so hard to tackle just on the fly with our children. Absolutely. Well, you know, you cover holidays, um, you know, and 
you know, that's what I was saying. Like, by reading through this whole thing, like, you know, bawling my eyes out, going, but I could see, you know, as not only a therapy tool or a mom and son or a mom and daughter or a dad and daughter tool. Um, the book is called A Heart Apart. It's a program. We're going to talk about that program when we come back from break. It's written and illustrated by Melissa Seligman and Christina Piper. And um, when we come back from the break, we're going to learn how you guys can get a copy. And we're also going to talk about The Day He Lapsed uh, for Iraq, which is Melissa Seligman's book, which is a really great read. And I would encourage you to Google the girls because you can find them both on the Internet. My name is Sandra Beck, and I am the host of Military Mom Talk Radio, and I totally cut Robin out of this segment, for which I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Are you alarmed, anxious, angry, even afraid of what is happening to America? It's time for Grassroots America, We the People. Learn how to get involved in your voting precinct and take back our country. It's time to build unity upon the Constitution and the wisdom of our founding fathers. Grassroots America, We the People, every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Central on TogiNet Radio. Radio with a cutting edge. Season Me is on TogiNet, a delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y, dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcome. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk, Tuesday evenings at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking her fist. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd today, who's filling in for Tina Gonzalez. Robin, isn't this a great segment? It is. It's so interesting. And what insight these gals have. Um, Christina and Melissa, I, I actually wanted to know how the two of you met. You've collaborated on this book so beautifully. So there must have been a beginning. 
There, uh, there surely was. Um, our boys were actually in a gymnastics class together at Fort Campbell, and my husband was going through, oh, his third deployment. I believe I get them all mixed up at this point. And Melissa's husband was away at uh, at a school, and she was in the middle of uh, writing her book or just getting uh, the day after he left for Iraq uh, published. And she approaches me, and I went, and she's like, um, so really kind of awkward like and goes uh do you ever just get angry and i looked at her i'm like well yeah <laughs> i kind of do <laughs> and from that point on our kids uh i mean they played together anyway and they're the same ages and uh she just kept approaching me with these awkward kind of questions <laughs> developed a friendship <laughs> awkward isn't that funny how like the most awkward questions or answers make the best friendships <laughs> Very true. <laughs> well, it's funny because I often say I I don't know how to do small talk, but at that point I was just overwhelmed with fear because in the book, The Day After I Left for Iraq, I had just poured my entire heart into that. And my biggest fear was that I was the only person who felt any of those emotions. And so I was just bubbling over, and I thought, you know, I could try to talk to you about the weather, or I'm just going to skip all that and kind of move into how upset I am. <laughs> and I really need somebody to validate me, and, and she did. And it was really um, the birth of her or her voice right there at that moment because we decided, well, obviously I needed it, and I, you know, I don't, I hope that I have validated Chris in return, but it was. That was the birth of it all. We're like, we we have to do this for other people. They need to know that they're not going through this alone. Well, and let's talk about let's um, let's talk about the book the day after he left for Iraq for a little bit, um, because you know it's true. It does. I can feel your heart in your writing. I mean, you poured your heart and soul out in this book, and you put it out there, which I thought was really amazing, very raw, very real. And um, you know, when you talk about the validation. Um, you know, I wanted to buy like a hundred copies and send them to a bunch of my military friends because I've heard them whisper about this stuff. I've heard them talk about it, you know, quietly. But it's hard when your your partner is serving to come up and say, you know what, this is really hard. It so is because, yeah, I am the queen of independence and a very strong woman, and it was very hard for me to go through some of those feelings and emotion. And I bought into a lot of the stereotypes I had even built into my own head that strong military wives certainly don't need to reach out and they don't need help because they are so independent. And, you know, I've come to understand that independence has nothing to do with strength. And for me, it was incredibly hard because I'm not the type to kind of push the door open and whisper. I'm more drop, kick it, and scream. So, um, you know, I, I kicked the door wide open with this book, and I thought, well, if I'm going to put some of it out there, I might as well put it all out there. And at the time, there was nothing like it at all on on the market. So I was very terrified. Everything that I'd seen had been more along the lines of how to boost morale and the best way to handle a deployment in terms of, you know, spending your money and finance control and things like that. I hadn't really seen anything that dealt with the grief cycle that we do go through. So I I was terrified, <laughs> which explains why I came to Chris and grabbed her, you know, like, please help me. <laughs> Well, but I mean, it's amazing, you know, when I when I read your words and I can put myself in your shoes and then I look at, like, the sanitized version on Army Wives, 
mm-hmm. you know, how, I mean, I, mean, I like Army Wives, it's a, you know, it was a good, you know, like, eye candy show and fun to watch, and I like to see what the girls were wearing, but, and they did cover some stuff, but yours came across to me with unbelievable heart. You know, it didn't come across as complaining or whining, it was oh, more like, look, this is the way it is, this is what we're going through, and anytime somebody comes with a voice that hasn't been heard before, it's it's a beautiful thing. Thank you very much. I truly appreciate that because, you know, Chris and I talk often that when when all of this started, even with the book and everything, that, that our biggest fear was that people would continue, especially our fellow military wives, to say that speaking equals whining. And it's been wonderful, the reception that we've gotten, the reception I've had with my book as well, and just hearing people say, me too. And, and it's overwhelming. My very first book signing, a lady drove for three hours to get there and walked in and just collapsed. And she said, my husband left yesterday. And, you know, and the first thing she said was, me too. I I had to come because she had read a little bit about it. And I thought, goodness, this is this is much bigger than me. It's so much bigger than I am. So it's been an honor to, to at least have a small voice somewhere for these women. Well, I think it's a big, powerful voice. I don't put it as a small voice. It's a big, powerful <laughs> voice. And anybody listening today needs to read this book. Um, there's a lot of different places you can get it. Where's the easiest place people can get the book the day after he left for Iraq? I would assume that it would be Amazon since they do have it in Kindle form as well as hardback. So that makes it easiest for everyone, I think. Absolutely. We love the electronic versions, but I do have to tell you, I really like the cover. Can you tell us a little bit about the cover? That is actually my baby. And if, uh, you know, reading the book when I talked about, I went and found her uh, one of the 12 inch size G.I. Joe dolls. That's actually him. That and is, we, yeah, that's the new G.I. Joe? That was arm? He's um, this is the the big one. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not very caught up on the GI Joe action figures, but I went in and I was just looking. You know, she before all this, she was banging her head on the floor continuously, and we were going around with these bruises on her forehead all the time. And you know, people would tell me she's way too young. This is not bothering her the way you think. And I kept thinking, you know, I'm her mom. I I know you're wrong, but I couldn't really prove it. But so I walked through the store and I was, you know, looking. And I'm like, please help me find something with camouflage on it. And there was this doll. And my husband has black hair, and he had black hair. And I handed it to her, and she looked at it. And the first thing she said was, "Daddy." And Aww. from then on, I, she held on to it. She would. I mean, that doll has been through birthday parties with little post-it note hats on. He took baths with her, slept in the crib with her, and it it really helped her. From there, she quit banging her head, and you know, she started being more the happy-go-lucky child I'd been used to. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I was like, anybody that can say our children are not suffering, like I know firsthand, you know, with this child who's 20 months old, that they are broken, and someone needs to do something. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with you 100% in that, you know, there's all these age-specific guidelines that were given for our children, you know, general guidelines. And, you know, I see it with the, the you know, divorce when my son was what my youngest one was, uh, I don't know, six months old, something like that. And, and, you know, when he was 20 months, I think about some of the behaviors that he was doing. And, you know, I would talk to some therapists. They're like, oh, yeah, no, he's too young. He's too young. And that's what I kept hearing is he's too young, he's mm-hmm. too young. And, you know, but as their mom, you know there's something wrong. Yes. 
Yes, and I think it's important that we begin to understand as military spouses that our spouse intuition and our mother intuition paired can work wonders in terms of helping our entire society. It's just a matter of standing up and speaking and finding a way to give these children a way to speak, which is what A Heart Apart was. It's why it was born. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's, um, I'm going to ask Christina. Christina, can you walk us through a little bit about the Heart Apart program and how do people get involved and how do they find, find, you know, you know, how do we know to go to Amazon to get Melissa's book the day after he left Iraq, but why don't you tell us a little bit about the Heart Apart and, um, and, and how people can get a copy of this book? Sure, I'd love to. Um, you can go to lifecaptured.com, and uh, you just click on the Heart Apart book, and it'll walk you through the process. And basically what a Heart Apart is, it's an interactive, personal. Now, let me give that spelling out here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to slow down for a second here. We're going to go to Life Captured, because for you, that's commonplace. For me, not so much. We're going to spell it out. Life, L-I-F-E, Captured, C-A-P-T-U-R-E-D.com, and that's a shopping site. So first of all, you want people to go to LifeCaptured.com. Okay, go ahead. Yes, yes. and those are actually the people that... um, are printing the book and have taken taken on this project. So that that is the place. <laughs> um, and basically, what I would it's a oh, I'm sorry it's an interactive book, and the child gets to actually see their faces, and that's what makes it so unique from like the. Now, how do they get to see their faces in a book? Because they they get to put their own pictures in. So just like a photo book that you would create at you know Kinkos or whatever or Shutterfly. Yeah, you get to upload your pictures of your kids and put them right in the pages with the story. And I'm looking at the website now, which is really interesting. You have a daddy version, a mommy version, and other name version. How cool. (laughs) And I really push for that other name because we use Papa. (laughs) And also for, like, my nieces and my nephews and things, when they're missing him, they can put an uncle or grandpa and really make it specific to that child's situation. That's so important because we take for granted, you know, mommy and daddy and, and you know, the different words that we use, especially now that, you know, the military is so multicultural. You know, we're not just, you know, the, the typical, um, you know, army that we were or, or Marine Corps that we were, you know, 50 years ago. We have different words for mom and dad, and we do have blended families now. We have, you know, we might have a step-parent, you know, things like that, that if you have an other, that's really helpful. Um, I have found it um, absolutely helpful, and even more specifically is they can go in and add their own text uh, with highlighted areas and put in their exact feelings. So that's where the communication part comes in. That is really cool. So this is like, you know, we got Build-A-Bear that builds bears. This is kind of like Build-A-Book where you upload your own photos, you put in some of the text, and then, you know, out pops this professionally printed, really great book that allows parents to, or caregivers even, to talk to their children. Absolutely. And uh, there's also a second book that's given, so they can send that on to their soldier, their Marine, and so the the parent away can even share with the child here. 
Outstanding, outstanding. We're here with A Heart Apart. The website that we're talking about is Life Captured, just like it sounds, L-I-F-E-C-A-P-T-U-R-E-D.com. Life Captured. We're here with Melissa Seligman and Christina Piper. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Robin Boyd on Military Mom Talk Radio. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk more about A Heart Apart. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. with me is the show created as much for the host as the audience. Join host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come Learn With Me is the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information, allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not expert, and she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family battle with illness, her restaurant, inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more, all the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com, D-A-N-I walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. So where were you in the 1970s? Well, this Saturday morning, we're going to flash back to the 70s as we count down the classic hits with the American Rock and Roll Countdown. You'll hear news and information and stories about the artist and what was going on during the specific week that we highlight. So be sure to join us at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time this Saturday on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. There ain't no doubt. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. My name is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And we have as our outstanding guest today, Melissa Seligman and Christina Piper. For those of you who have missed the earlier parts of the show, I invite you guys to go to toginet.com. You can download a podcast of the show tomorrow. Uh, you can also reach us on iTunes. You can listen to past episodes where we have everything from shows on PTSD to TBIs to different products that really serve our military families. I'd also um, ask you to go to military 
CommentaryMomTalkRadio.com. You can pick up all the shows there. And um, our guests today are Melissa Seligman and Christina Piper, and they have written, well, Melissa wrote this great book called The Day After He Left for Iraq. It's available in Amazon. It's probably the best place for you to go grab a copy. It's a sensational book that really details what it's like, the harsh realities, uh, the feelings, you know, when you think about honoring uh, your service as a military wife. This is a great book. It uh, gives people a lot of comfort. Um, but Christina and Melissa together have written this great interactive book called A Heart Apart, and it's very cool because you go to this website. Um, let me see my notes here. Our website is lifecaptured.com. Life <laughs> yep, lifecaptured.com. Thank you, Robin. Um, and really, this book is so cool because it's really meant for a parent or a caregiver to interact with a child who's a family member, and it doesn't have to be a mom or dad. It could be any anybody uh, in their family who's on deployment, and Sergeant Sammy Hears, which we love, Sam E. Hears, he's the messenger star, and he teaches that each child is special and that each separation is different, which is something we haven't talked about, which we're going to talk about in a minute, um, but our military children deserve a chance to share their story, and a heart apart allows that. It discusses the pain of goodbyes, the joys of reunion uh, through a groundbreaking personalized storyline where you can upload your own photos, which is really cool. I mean, your kids will totally dig this. Um, and uh, let's talk about that for a minute because, you know, you guys touch on that each separation is different. And I think if my numbers are correct, uh, the two of you, the two authors are, I think, six deployments into it or, you know, I don't know, eight separations. I can't even count. <laughs> uh, enough to make time. us experts, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, well, and I'll, I'll go ahead with this one, Melissa. Um, well, as far as each separation is different, um, it doesn't matter for the child whether he's in Iraq or Afghanistan or away at a three-month school. Uh, they just know that he's gone, or she in, in some cases. And it really has a different effect on them every time because they're a different age or the parent is missing different things. And they really need to talk about and express those feelings. And I don't think we give them that opportunity very often in normal life. I think um, a lot of times, I'll jump in here too and speak on behalf of my daughter. A lot of times I think they just don't have the words because our military children, just like our military spouses, often want to prove how proud they are of their serving parent. And pride and anger often don't go well or don't mix well in our own emotional world. So for my daughter, you know, she banged her head on the floor during the second deployment. The third deployment, she performed so well in school. She's an exemplary child. But when anyone mentioned her father, she started shaking uncontrollably and trembling and would say something like, my daddy's a hero, and then come home and scream and wail and cry um, to the point that I started counseling with her, and she was actually diagnosed with depression. And at this time, I had no clue that a child, you know, a six-year-old child could actually be diagnosed with depression. It was it was almost a, a well, it was a huge wake-up call for me. And I had written this storyline for her probably four, four years ago and pulled it back out and brought it to Chris and I said, let's see what we can do here and see if we can help our kids. And the counseling was great, but it was this book that single-handedly pulled her out. And, and for the first time... After she built it, she turned and looked at my husband while he was here and said, is it okay to be angry with you? 
And the amount of courage that it took for her to say that was very humbling. And it was because she had this book and she had built it. And from then on, they slept with it and carried it around, showed it to other people. And my husband slept with it as well in Iraq. Isn't that um, a wonderful revelation? When you stop and think, um, so many times I think the children of soldiers uh, or, or people serving are told that their their family members are to uh, are heroes, that they should be proud of them. But yet, when they do have that anger, it's almost like they're not allowed to. Somewhat different than in a divorce situation. There is some anger already in the environment, and it's almost all right to sort of express that kind of anger. But when you're talking about a hero, subliminally, I don't think that they realize that they can say that they're angry and still honor that that soldier or that hero. Well, I think it's and also, Oh, go ahead. And also with that, um, there is a point with, in a divorce situation where you have someone else who is angry with them, too. That's true, uh, yeah. In most yeah. cases. And as parents, we don't usually see, you know, the opportunity to, to express our feelings. And, and I'm a big crier in front of my kids, and I'll just tell them, you know, I'm sad, you know, when he leaves or things like that, and just explain those feelings. But mo- most parents don't think that's okay. Mm, yeah. And if we see, and I model, agree with you. I agree with you. It's like you, you know, it, you're supposed to go through whatever situation you're going through with a stiff upper lip. It's socially unacceptable to cry, or it's socially unacceptable to get mad at somebody who's a hero. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. not real. And it's not realistic, right. and and it's very unfair because we do have to be able to have that grieving process in order to move forward. It's the only way we're going to go through to the other side is to go through those emotions, talk about them, and explore them. And it's no different for our children. And I know for my for my daughter and for my son, it was very, very hard for them to say that. But there are so many deployment resources out there for kids right now, and they are talking about the anger and about the sadness and even depression, but the difference is they are using other characters or they're using, you know, Elmo or they're using um, cartoon characters, and a child that's five years old just does not have a cognitive skill to look at that and say, oh, that is supposed to be me. They cannot project themselves into that, but they can feel empathetic and sympathetic for that character. But for them to understand it's supposed to apply to them is a very hard concept I think we're putting on our kids. So that's why it was so important for my daughter because we have all those deployment resources. We have the daddy doll. We've got everything. Right, the Sesame Street and the deployment stuff made by deployment kids. We've got all that stuff, and it's really great material. But in terms of really pulling out those deep-seated fears, it took this book. Like my daughter looked at her picture, and she said, that's me, and I want you to type in there, I am angry. And that was that was very important. That was a moment. And she even told me, because I'd been telling her about the whole building process in the book, and she was very excited. And the base storyline I had written a long time ago said, when I get sad, Mommy shows me pictures of Daddy, and that always makes me feel better. And she actually said to me, I can't wait to build my own book because you're wrong. Oh. And I said, I said, how am I wrong? And she said, when I look at those pictures, they make me really sad, and I don't like to. I thought, this is information I need. I need this information so that I'm not doing the wrong things for her. And it changed our whole dynamic. It really opened the dialogue in so many ways for us. And I... I can't tell you how much better she's doing. It's it's amazing. And my husband now still reads. He's been home for 
five or six months, and he still reads this book with them about every other night, and they're still talking, and they're still working through it. Well, what a great how you can take something that's a really difficult situation and form a bond that will last her lifetime. I hope so. I know that, that Chris and I have talked often that we want our daughters specifically, you know, because we can't speak as women in this way, to see that we did something and that we stood up and, and we said, this is how I'm feeling and it's okay, so that they will know that, that we didn't fall and we didn't fail because we stood tall. And so it's been very important to us that they have this record in some way, whether it's through the website or through the books, that they know that we really did do something. Well, I think, you know, you stood up for women, um, you know, you, you stood up for women in the day after he left for Iraq, and you, you honored and acknowledged their feelings, which I think is all that people are really looking for. Nobody's looking for a pity party. Nobody's looking for all this free stuff. It's just the point of being heard, and I can't help but think if that's why Sergeant Sam E. Hears, that's why you named the, the the star, you know, the sergeant in there. His last name is Hears, as in to be heard. Yes. yes, we originally started Her War, Her Voice with that whole concept that each person has a story. And that's why we have the guest blogs of all the different spouses across the branches. So each person can be heard and validated and celebrated for that story. And we're like, why aren't we doing this for our children? It's the same concept. So even if a child feels like a parent is not hearing them or if they feel like turning and looking at the parent or even talking with the parent feels confrontational, they can at least talk to Sammy Hears. He's there for just that child, and that's important. And it's really great um, because the book also helps to prepare for a deployment when you sit and build it with uh, your parent that's leaving or, you know, during the deployment to, you know, look for an end in sight or even after the deployment to have that closure to the whole experience. Um, and what else is also fabulous is that we're, uh, Life Captured has offered a site where we could actually take donations to give this to children. Um, now, how would people community. do that? For somebody listening today that wants to donate a book or two for family members who, or for, for people who might not be able to afford this book, which, what is it, about 10 bucks? Yeah, yeah, a $10 donation gives a family two books, and USO Riley has uh, offered to help distribute these. And we've also had some great donators from the VFW and the Optimist Club there at Fort Riley. And so we need to bring it. this to a much larger level. So for those looking to donate or to send some uh, resources to make sure these books get into the hands of uh, the people who need them and can't afford it, how would they go about that? And we've got about 30 seconds. You go to LifeCapture.com and you hit the Donate button, and you can either pay with PayPal or you can send a check to the address on the website. Outstanding. And we want to make sure we get that website, HerWarHerVoice.com, out there, too. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys, check out uh, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. You'll find uh, links. Uh, to these different sites, uh, right, Robin? <laughs> yes, absolutely, they're there. They're Robin, there. Robin is Johnny on the spot with this stuff. I'm so, I'm so proud of you, Melissa and Christina, for what you've done for our families. You are exactly why Military Mom Talk Radio is on the air. I found you guys just to be delightful guests. You have outstanding books, a heart apart. Check out the day he left um, after he left for Iraq. You guys check out the website for Life Captured if you're interested in getting one of these fantastic interactive books that can make a difference in your family. My name
name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Robin Boyd for Military Mom Talk Radio. Check us out on iTunes and come back and hear us again next week. <laughs>